0: Welcome to the Heart Centered Therapist Podcast, the podcast created for you, the therapist who leads with your heart and loves serving your clients. I'm Cindy Gozanski, your host. I know that being a heart centered therapist is immensely rewarding and powerful, and intensely challenging and difficult. We're on this journey together. My mission is to help you continue loving your work as a therapist, surviving being a therapist, and feeling more connected as a therapist. Hello, everyone. I'm so excited today to have my special guest, Andrea Brugnano here, and I can't wait for you to meet her. Andrea has created an amazing group practice called Therapy Connection. And she is also all about supporting therapists to show up authentically online. Andrea and I met in a Facebook group, and we've been connected ever since. We've had some Zoom meetings, and this is just super fun. Thank you for coming.
1: So happy to be here, and I love that you mentioned that we joined like our friendship through a Facebook group because there's such a power in social media, and I feel like lately that's how I've been realizing that most of my my closest colleagues are from a Facebook group so i've been so happy to watch your journey unfold too it's it's awesome to see that yeah, yeah
0: well and and the journey's been a little up and down but that's normal as they um, always
1: are <laughs> as they always right. are
0: <laughs> right what i love that you just said is i've created connection and you've created connection and so many other therapists create this community and connection on facebook among other places but social media has given us some community and that's such a central part of my mission on this podcast is to look for places we can find community and connection as therapists and also keep creating it
1: I think it's so awesome you know especially when the pandemic had first started like everyone was like craving that sense of community and now seeing it happen organically online, It's pretty neat. Like some of the people that I'm, like I said, I'm closest with are the people that I met online, and some of them I've never. I mean, you and I have never even met in person. I feel this deep, you know, connection and know the intricacies of each other's life. I think it's really cool, you know. Yeah,
0: exactly. Well, we might talk more about that, but let's dive (laughs) in. Tell us a little about, you know, your personal journey to becoming an authentic therapist.
1: Yeah, so I started therapy connection in August of 2019 as an online group practice, not knowing the rest of the world was going to join me online, but here we are. (laughs) Um, Wow. Yeah. It was very odd timing. I had started it because I knew I always wanted to have a practice or own something, a business of myself. And then I was working for a nonprofit at the time and I loved the work that I was doing, but -hmm. I was noticing a lot of burnout within myself. So if you've ever worked a nonprofit, anybody that's listening, you know you work and work and work and you grow within the agency until you grow out of the work that you love doing. And that's what happened to me.
0: So, so well said. I just yeah. I just have to interrupt because most of us have, right? Yeah. And and nobody else can really understand, right? We loved that work and then something mm-hmm. happens.
1: So what happened for me was I grew within my role and I was overseeing human resources, community relations, administration. I wasn't doing, the work wasn't therapy to begin with. So I was finding other outlets to do therapy Mm -hmm. work, but I was pulled so far from the like one-to-one work that I had loved doing. And that was by my choice because I thought Mm -hmm. that that's the growth that I wanted, but then I got pulled too far away from it. So I knew that there were other therapists that felt the same. So I I started Therapy Connection. I started this group practice And it's grown exponentially since then um what does that mean
0: exponentially
1: we were in a we were in a few different states at a point right now we're only in new york and new jersey but now we also offer in-home services in new jersey and new york for children with behavioral needs and disabilities um, which is where my love and my passion had started um, in the Mm -hmm. disability community so it's cool to see it come full circle yeah Oh, so.
0: mine too. I mean, you know, I was originally a rehabilitation counselor, so that's so great. That must be, I don't know, like there's so much nitty gritty and intricacies of doing in-home work. And I imagine the the legalities and everything,
1: that's, that's an enormous undertaking. It is, but... One thing that I I love doing, and I even help, I I help other therapists aside from helping them with their social media, I also help them like setting up processes Mm -hmm. because when I was working in the nonprofit world, um, that was one of my roles. So I got really good at learning how to set up processes and set up like paperwork. So I just set up a lot of different automations and I enjoy, I enjoy doing that. And I enjoy helping others come up with creative ways that they can do that for their business. And just for things to streamline easier, you know, I do a lot of different things. You've seen that Cindy, I have my hands in a lot of different areas, but I set up a lot of different policies and procedures so that it can run like a well-oiled machine. Um, Mm -hmm. And that's the part of being authentic, right. Is like setting that up so it could flow so I could show up authentically when I want to, when I'm in the mood to, you know,
0: Right, right. And for you, doing a lot of other things is what keeps you loving your work.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like no two days are ever the same and I love that. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, it's mm-hmm. it never feels like Groundhog's Day for me. I'm I always have something different going on and I enjoy it. Yeah. Oh,
0: that's awesome. Can you give us a snapshot? Like how were
1: two days this week different? Oh yeah. I like that. So on Mondays is typically when I see all of my clients. I usually have my own clients back to back, but this morning is a very good, a very good indicator of how it was different. So I wrote a children's book that I had published in this past fall. And so this morning, a preschool near me had asked me to come and read the story to children. So I got to go to the classroom read that story to the little kiddos and that filled my soul so much. Uh, Had time to do a laser coaching session with one of my coaching clients to help them with their social media. And now I'm recording a podcast with you. And after this, I'll write some policies and procedures. So it was very different than what my Monday looked like.
0: (laughs) Oh, it's amazing. Wow. Well, how lovely. What a great day for you to celebrate. And and congratulations on your book, your children's book that's great. Yeah. What's the name of it? We will link all of your offerings in the show notes, but that's pretty
1: special that you have a children's book. Yeah, it's awesome. So it's called Natalie's New Year Resolution. I have Two nieces. I wrote it after one of my nieces. The other one, I'm going to be writing another book for her, but it's all about children setting goals and knowing what an achievable goal is and being able to set things, set their mind to things. So it was very cute and sweet to see all these little kiddos like, I want to learn how to you know, zip up my jacket. I want to oh. learn how to tie my shoes. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, same me too. Like, <laughs> That's you know, great. Really cute. Yeah. Right.
0: Well, I, I imagine there's something meta there too, because as the mm-hmm. parents is reading the book to the ch- child, right. They're thinking about their goals or yep.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. and being able to do that alongside the kiddos is it's just, it was really, really sweet. Some of the kids are like, I have a journal at home. I'm like, oh my God, I love your parents. <laughs> you know, wow, right? Yeah, yeah.
0: And you I mentioned mean, journals, let's talk about that too. I mean, this is gold, you know, <laughs> this is just gold because I didn't know you had a children's book, and that's so great. So, yeah. what about the journals? I know they're another part of your offerings.
1: Journals are something, and that's the thing too, is like, I tell people whenever I see like other therapists that like are so scared to do things, I'm like, build your wings on the way down. Like, that's what I do. If it's not going to work out, it's not going to work out. But that's a part of my authenticity is like, I'm not afraid to put myself out there. And if it doesn't work out, no one's going to remember that. Like people are not are not thinking about you as much as as you think that there are, or, you know, we tell this to our clients.
0: I think Um, we had that conversation. I think you told me that. And that's (laughs) one of my favorite phrases, Right. (laughs) Grow wings on the way down, boom! Yep. Right, that's yep. what we've
1: got to do. And that's what I did with my journal. So one of the first journals I made was the brain dump spot, and it's it's something I do with my clients. And you know, most of us do it as as therapists who's brain dumping. But the journal I created was you dump out all your thoughts on a piece of paper, and then you section them into four different categories of whatever it is in your life that you want to label those categories. So I created it, just put it together on Canva created it the way that I imagined it to be and posted it on Amazon. So I sell a lot of my journals. Mm -hmm. I sell on Amazon and I just create them every so often when my creative juices are flowing and I've noticed a pattern coming up with clients, I'll create something through Canva and post it on Amazon to sell there. Wow. Right. So you just go for it. Yeah, just go for it. There's no, no harm. What, what do I have to lose? Realistically, Exactly. Anything extra, you know, it's, I mean, Amazon obviously charges you to publish it, but it's either it's out there and I potentially make money or I don't. And Mm -hmm. I was going to do that either way. So I might as well go for it, you know? Yes.
0: Right. Well, we, we have similar minds that way for (laughs) sure. Yeah. One thing that really strikes me and, and I, love bringing on therapists who are still doing the work of being a therapist and you still see clients. You have all of these other entrepreneurial gigs that you could do full time, but instead you choose to continue a little bit of direct client work. What's that
1: about? I love it because I think what had like a difficult spot for me when I was working prior to having my own practice was I got pulled too far from my work that I didn't remember what it was like to be a therapist or work one-on-one. So I think a part of me will always want to do that and always hone in on my skill set So I'm never pulled too far. That's just my own personal preference. I never want to be pulled too far, especially that I oversee, I have 12 clinicians on my team right now, so I never want to be pulled too far from the things that they're seeing day to day too, you know, and I know obviously no two clients are ever the same, but I enjoy like supporting and, and processing things with clients and I don't want to steer too far from that. Yes. Yeah.
0: That, and that's, that's great advice also for a group practice owner that wants to stay close with your clinicians you yeah. know, not everybody will, but if that's your model, then I think it's really important. And I aspire to that as well. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. You're
1: doing some growth
0: too. I, I am. I started my group practice in the spring of
1: 2022. And so we've got like- I remember like, we were just first talking about you potentially doing that. I'm like, "Cindy, go for it. Just go for it. Just do it.
0: <laughs> right. Exactly. I mean, your, your encouragement Andrea has helped a lot. And I also knew that we had developed enough of a relationship online. This is again, that connection thing that I could reach out to you about something. And I think I did Yeah, and and generously you, you helped me through that, which is just amazing. So we're not talking about just like, you know, Oh, Hey, you know, what's, what's going on, but people establish some really close and meaningful connections mm. in a bunch of realms. So yes, I mean, my practice is growing and, and we're still having growing pains,
1: it, but it happens. Uh, it happens.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you know, that's why I, I also love meeting with other people who have done it in, you know, 2019 is not that long ago. And, and yet mm. look at your exponential growth. Yeah. Really-
1: I have to say, I, I feel very fortunate for the people that I bring on. It's been amazing just to even see my clinicians grow in new ways too and encourage them even in other ventures that they want to. It's It's been awesome. Like I, f- I really do feel very fortunate for the people that I get to be aligned with in life, you know? And like you said, connecting with people, I think that's the biggest thing is that having that abundance mindset, like no one that you ever connect with is a competition. Like we all can collaborate in different ways. And I think that's really important to be mindful of because then the universe rewards you twofold, you know?
0: Absolutely. That's that's so important, that sense of collaboration over competition. You know, mm. and, and it sounds good when we say it, Andrea, but do you think people really get it? Like, is there any way to like
1: really, really define what you mean I think so I think it, it, it is sticky sometimes because I feel like a lot of not a lot, but there's many therapists that are like, oh my gosh, if I don't say yes to every client or I have to put myself out there or I have to be in competition because you know maybe our population's so small. I don't know if you've noticed the past few years we're still in a mental health crisis. So there's never going to be <laughs> like we're never going to be hard to, to find clients. What I will say is this year specifically, I knew, we, we spoke before that I have my wedding coming up this year and I knew I would have a lot on my plate and there's a lot of different projects and pieces of work that I want to do, but I knew that if I didn't necessarily collaborate with someone else on it, I would burn out. But I knew that there's still this like burning passion of things that I want to do. I'm coming out with mm-hmm. some courses. I'm coming out with more retreats. I'm coming up with a few things and yeah, I could probably do some of the things maybe on my own, but I would definitely burn out. And for me, it's what is the betterment of the community? Either I put this thing out, I put it out sloppy because I'm burnt out and do it on my own Mm -hmm. or I collaborate with someone else and we can impact that many more people. And that's like the basis of the work that we do anyway. So I'm doing a lot of collaboration this year.
0: Oh, that's such a great example. Thank you for sharing that. And and it's a really good model for us to follow, right? If we collaborate and we collaborate well, we are going to impact so many more people. And that's what we're about in the mental health world. Mm But I would be remiss if I didn't say, oh my gosh, we could do a whole podcast on being a therapist, preparing for your wedding. (laughs)
1: We could. Yeah, it's definitely grounding skills are very (laughs) needed and used on the daily. I will promise you that. (laughs) Yeah. 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 It's been, it's been, it's been funny to see what my fiance, like, I don't know. I'm like, I didn't think you would want that much involvement in this and you want a lot more involvement than I thought you did. So I'm like, there's a lot of learning curve within our relationship, even as fiances Now we've been living together for so long, but it's, it's very funny. Like to see the intricacies of things that he wants to do and not be a part of. Yeah.
0: That's (laughs) great. Well, I'm so glad He's yeah. he's a little more aligned and interested in it. That's great.
1: It's very yeah. funny though. I like just didn't picture it, and I'm like, all right. Honestly, the collaboration with you on this helps me for sure. <laughs> so I don't have to take. <laughs> Look at that.
0: It. <laughs> yeah, full circle. That's great. So that's that's coming up this fall. So you have really a lot to do.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like we're we're kind of again, though, it like, honestly, it gives me the opportunity to have a creative outlet and not just be tunnel vision to work, work, work. Like I, Mm -hmm. you know, tomorrow I'm spending time with a friend, doing some stuff, creative pieces for, for the wedding and doing it on my timeline too. Not necessarily listening to any rules, you know? So
0: would you say my life? (laughs) (laughs) Sure. Would you say that's kind of a risk for you that you could just work, work, work?
1: It definitely is because I know that it's my avoidance style is that I'll work instead of like dealing with emotion sometimes. And I know that fully about myself. Oh, me too. (laughs) Yeah. I think, unfortunately, I think that's a thing of entrepreneurs in general. We're like, oh, no, I'm not going to deal with this. I'm going to work and start a new venture. Right. Here's (laughs) a new idea. (laughs) Let's let's get to it. Um, So it definitely could be a risk, but I, I keep my my why, honestly, in the back of my head, that the reason that I started these businesses and started doing all these things is because I wanted to spend more time. And I tell everybody this story all the time. When people ask me what my self-care routine is, I always, always say, I go back to when my nieces were first born my self care was like calling up my cousins and saying can i watch them because mm-hmm. picking them up or holding them they're young they're still 5 so they're still in the age that they want to play with things but my self care is spending time with them because it gets me off my phone it gets me off of any laptop or anything and it gets keeps my hands busy playing with them so that for me self care it looks like work to their moms but i'm like no i right. love this because i get to do what it is that i want so I keep in the back of my mind that, yes, I have the opportunity to work when and wherever I want, but I keep the why in the back of my head of this really fills my soul. Even like reading that book this morning to the kiddos, it like Mm -hmm. filled my soul to like have that there, you know, that time with them. Right.
0: Right. The soul care for sure. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: And I love that. I mean, that kind of preemptively answers my question, you know, how do we, Manage self care and social media. And that's a perfect example of mm-hmm. not being able to use your phone, you know, putting it down. Did you know one in five people will experience a mental health issue this year? Mentalhealththreads.com is your online shop dedicated to promoting mental health awareness and breaking the stigma surrounding mental illness. You can find fun, creative, and inspiring products like t-shirts, hoodies, and more. All with positive messages that remind us to take care of our mental health. Favorites like Perfectly Imperfect, Your Anxiety is Telling You Lies, It's Okay to Not Do It All, and No Risk, No Magic. Plus, we have a special collection just for therapists, like our bestseller, I'm a Mom and a Therapist, Nothing Scares Me. So come check it out at mentalhealththreads.com. Our mission is to start important conversations about mental health and to remind you that you are not alone. Check out mentalhealththreads.com today. Maybe share a little about social media and how you Kind of created achieve with Andrea and what that's all about. I know I've taken part in it a bit, and it's definitely helped my social media. And you know, the few reels I posted, you you are so nice to comment. You know, I'm going to keep nudging
1: you. You know, I'm so, going to keep nudging you to, to post. <laughs> so achieve with and Andrea was was born simply out of people who were like commenting and asking me questions about social media. And mm-hmm. again, my work prior when I was working nonprofit world. I grew into a role that I had to learn community relations. So I had to learn about social media, about grant writing, about connections and collaboration and networking in general. And I grew a passion for it. I've always loved enjoying talking to new people. Social media is one of those things that therapists are still kind of coming around the idea that it can be beneficial, but it really can be. So I created Achieve with Andrea and Achieve with Authenticity is the membership for social media for therapists. Because I think that there's, there's something to be said about being able to show up authentically online, online and align with the clients that you want to work with. You know, Mm -hmm. so many clinicians get afraid that like, I can't say this. I can't say that. I can't, I say it all. I am, I am myself online because the clients that want to work with me are going to see that And there's not going to be this, any like awkwardness about it. I think, especially now that we're all, not all, but most of us are online or doing online work. It it creates this like interest from our clients. And I don't think it hurts to show up online because the clients want to work with who they want to work with too. You know, they don't want to work with someone that they're not going to align with either, you know? Exactly. So So they get a chance to see you, not just
0: in front of your desk or the computer, but you know right. whatever outside in a t-shirt
1: or doing right. some
0: activity or yeah right
1: and listen they're not getting of course they're not getting every single bit of what goes on in my day because i just don't share every single bit you know certain mm-hmm. other things that are going on in my life but they get a general overview and i don't mind sharing that because sometimes it helps them connect a little bit deeper too, mm-hmm, um, with mm-hmm. me or feel comfortable knowing that I'm a person that also struggles with anxiety. I've been there. Here's some things yes. at work. You know,
0: Right. So, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So you have the membership.
1: Yeah. Achieve with authenticity. So it's a membership. So at, therapists get prompts for things to be able to post every day. Oh. They get three reels prompts. Cause I tell people every day, be posting reels, you know, I'm hinting at you I want to the reels more. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Uh, Okay. Right there.
0: I'm going to ask this. So what advice do you give when those of us feel like we have trouble doing videos or doing reels, like with our face, with our personality there versus just, you know, Oh, a nice nature
1: scene. Okay. So this is a good, this is a good little insight to like one-on-one coaching that I do with people. What do you feel like stops you or your fear about being on the camera with a reel?
0: Mm, Maybe I don't like the way I look that day.
1: Okay. Okay. What I will say, the algorithm is always going to want to see your face and see that authenticity. Start at least by posting just the backgrounds or nature or wherever it is that you are and use that trending sounds. People want videos. So if you're not going to show up with the camera with your face, start at least with some nature around you or your office and start videos there. Just start is what I tell people. Okay. Yeah. And then what's
0: step two
1: to like help someone get more comfortable? I will also say here, here's another thing too, though. I was, I was speaking to some friends and dear colleagues about this, that um, they're like, you pick up so quickly on lip syncing. I was a dancer my entire life and counting and rhythm. It's like, I was born with it. So picking up on that is like very natural for me. I'm not going to be like that. And that's okay. Also too, sometimes I'm definitely off by Mm -hmm. a lot. What I will say is, you don't have to lip sync. You don't have to do wild transitions to make it a video. Just point. Just use Mm -hmm. your finger and point. Just nod your head. That's all you got to do. You don't have to do anything more than that. Again, just get the content out there instead of letting it sit in your drafts or not not moving (laughs) it at all. Right. You know.
0: Okay, I am sure.
1: Yeah, just go for it. (laughs) Just go
0: for it. Yeah, I'm sure they're listeners, besides me, who needs to just go for it and start doing this. And Andrea just gave us some amazing tips, right. Of starting with the background, starting
1: with your environment. Yeah. When you guys share it, tag me in it and I'll, I'm happy to like give feedback and encouragement. Cause like, what? I love it. No yeah. Heck yeah.
0: Yeah. Absolutely.
1: Oh, that's I'm so generous. That.
0: Thank you. Yeah. That's awesome.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: So the coaching is another thing that you offer for therapist wanting to improve their social media.
1: Yep. One-on-one coaching I offer. I, the membership one-on-one coaching. I also do retreats. I did my first retreat for therapists this past fall. It was a small evening retreat, um, but it was a lot of fun. It was really very soul healing for a Mm -hmm. a lot of the therapists that joined. I'm going to be coming out. I have a, I also have a social media course for those that don't necessarily want the membership, but want to take the course. I'll be coming out uh, along with my dear friend, Gabrielle Giuliano Valani. We're going to be doing a continuing ed course of how to become an approved continuing ed provider because both she and I went through that process.
0: Amazing.
1: Um, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I also offer continuing ed, um, and you'll start to see me posting about it continuing ed courses through Achieve with Andrea. That department is Achieve with Authority. So it's, different courses on all the things we need for CE. So some are doing ethics, different, mm-hmm. different topics. And there's a wide variety. I have a bunch of different instructors that are coming out. Oh, so that's wow. Cool. That's mm-hmm. great.
0: So in yeah. other words, therapists can go to the Achieve with Authority and sign up for CEUs on all of the mm-hmm. different things that they need. Oh, that's yep. excellent. Yeah. Right. yeah. And then and so you are, are, yeah. Yeah. You we're teaching Gavin. a course
1: on how to become an approved provider for that. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Because Which, it is, is a long hard. process. It's mm-hmm. a long process. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so we're teaching the ins and outs of how to make that process a lot smoother, a lot simpler and to become an approved provider for it. So, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: And uh, that's such so- a great example of collaborating again, like oh, you yeah. said, like you can get this course out because you're collaborating with a colleague.
1: Yeah. And honestly, it's been fun to even do it alongside her. Gab is another person. Originally I had met her and knew of her online. And then I went to the retreat hosted by (laughs) Megan and we just, there was something about being there and being in that space with all those people that they're now some of my dearest and truest friends. And it's awesome to be able to work alongside each other and Mm. collaborate in that way.
0: That's yeah. great. Aren't you both Zumba instructors too? And we're
1: both Zumba instructors. I haven't done it in so long, but Gabba's Gab a Zumba, Zumba girlie and she she does it very well. I have not taught in a very long time. Yeah. Maybe this is maybe the reason we aligned. Maybe it was like the fun, the energy of Zumba, <laughs>
0: fun energy. Well, I, you know, speaking of fun, I, it's something I believe that therapists need to have more fun. And I, you know, you and I bounced this idea around a long time ago, nice. like doing an during the pandemic, doing an online Zumba class for therapists. So we could still do that.
1: I was gonna say, yeah. I would say we'll talk to talk to Gab about it because my license might have lapsed for Zoomer, just like everything. There's a license for everything, but it's for sure something that would be such a good outlet. Absolutely. If
0: if anyone's listening and they want that, then send me a DM and we'll get 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 it going. Let's get shaking (laughs) as as we dance here. (laughs) Yeah, Um, that's great. The retreat that you hosted. How did you find that? That was you know inspiring to therapists, kind of with this. Mindset of feeling more self care, connection, inspiration toward their work. Were there exercises you did, or was it just more kind of free flowing but coming together made it
1: feel like that that transpired for everyone? So I had, um, I had been toying around with the idea for a little bit and I got inspired by like Megan's retreats. And I'm like, I know that there's people close in my community that need something like this. It's always about like finding the need, right. And going Mm -hmm. off of that need and seeing what you can create. So when I noticed there was a need for that in my community, I have a friend of mine who is a yoga instructor. Her name is Christiana and she is a beautiful yoga instructor. There's not many, I'm a very fast paced person. So it's very difficult for me to connect with yoga. The only (laughs) other yoga I have ever loved besides Christiana's is Heidi's who goes to Megan's uh, retreats and Megan's assistant. And it's about finding the people that you're going to connect with. So I had Christiana come and do yoga. I had Gab do sounds, a sound bath for sound healing because she does that. So she Mm -hmm. did that virtually for us. And then an activity that I happen to love, and I'll share if anybody wants to do this at their own retreats, is uh, we took plates, like ceramic plates, and we wrote on it in Sharpie marker all of the things that we were holding on to, all the things that make our plate full and the things we no longer want to have on our plate, and we smashed them on the ground and we got rid of it. And it was such a wow. beautiful relief. Yeah. I yeah. have
0: never heard of that. That's, amazing. yeah,
1: it was, a it was a beautiful release. Honestly, that gives me really, chills. Really cool. That is yeah.
0: what, thank you for sharing that with us, Andrew. Yeah. What a gift for it's anyone. A great, to it's do. a great
1: one. Yeah, yeah. It's a great one. I even have clients. I'm like, I tell them now, I'm like, go and do that at home. Like go to the dollar tree, dollar <laughs> 25 tree, go and get a plate right on it and smash it in your yard and like release, you know, um, right? right. Really, it's a really like powerful, it was amazing to watch the other therapist just like let go, right? Like you could almost see it happening as they did it. And it was really, it was, it was awesome. It was really awesome, Mm -hmm. um, to host that and to just be a part of it and be a part of that, like intimate night for, for those people Mm -hmm. was really cool. Mm Um,
0: so yeah, it was was
1: nice. And I plan to do more in the future, um, more retreats. I'm collaborating. I don't know if Mm we're ready like to share it, but I'm collaborating with some people on a, uh, brief retreat and a mom's retreat that I'm collaborating with some people Beautiful. on. So
0: right. Yeah. You know, that letting go and release and especially in in the company of other therapists, I think we're so good mm-hmm. at holding on to stuff. That's what we do. We just hold it and
1: seldom get that chance to just it was it was very funny because I as we were dropping it, I was like making them like yell. And at first there were people were like very shy and timid to like drop it and yell. I'm like, no, 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 we're releasing stuff. Like, we're going to yell. We're going to get it all out. Like we deserve this space, like go for it. Mm-hmm. And they did. And it was, it was awesome and super mm-hmm. powerful. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What a gift that you shared that with us. And, you know, people yeah. can use it with their clients or, you know, bring Absolutely. in some plates that you get, like you said, at this $1.25 store, the swap shop or whatever. It's great. I tell oh. my, I tell my own
1: friends and like, we're doing this like once a year together that we're all just going to like do this in my backyard and like release stuff. And then Gab's mm-hmm. going to do a nice little sound bath for us after, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I think it's perfect. Like thing right. to do. Yeah. Right.
0: Well, a lot of, a lot of traditions have that, you know, or, mm-hmm. or the people will do it at the solstice or, you know, right. it's good to just create your own traditions. If, if you don't already follow one, I think that's, that's beautiful. And yeah. And so that retreat was like in the New York, New Jersey area.
1: Yeah. So that one was a, not far from myself. It was in New Jersey, a local spot that I've had and gone to other events or a little barn. It was very cute. So I'm hoping to host some more events there and just continue to grow because they're, like I said, that I like to do things that are creative, but also fill my soul. So it was awesome.
0: Mm, yes. Wow. I have a question that I've been saving about, your work with social media and therapists and what has been a surprise for you or, or like any big surprises for you in your work with social media and therapists?
1: I guess it's not a surprise to me how many people shy away from it because like, we're kind of taught in school <laughs> to like shy away and never be there. I don't know necessarily about like a surprise. I'm trying okay. to think of things that surprise me, I guess. I guess sometimes it's not how much they're like therapists are afraid to show up because of clients, but how much therapists are afraid to show up because of themselves. Mm -hmm. And I remind them like, it's okay to be a person and it's okay to not be perfect because these are the things we're telling our clients all the time too, but there's such a wall and block there. And I think it's sometimes we almost have ingrained in us that like, we need to know it all because our clients are going to see, so we have to make it look like we're all together. I uh, never have it together when I show up on social media, like there's a clutter everywhere. And I just, I'm just my authentic self, you know, and but I know you have I a really neat desk. You have a really organized desk. I do. I do have an organized desk, the stuff behind it. Not so much. Okay. The, the desk itself is organized. I will say that. I think it's like sometimes seeing that therapists are so afraid to be themselves, you know, yes. I think it c- comes from like their schooling, like being mm-hmm. told like we're we're not supposed to show up. But I did teach a class, taught two classes at college this past semester, and I definitely went against the grain. And I was like, you guys show up on social media, make your connections, do this. You can't make money in the field, all these things, like- that definitely was not what the college wanted me to do. But I'm like, no, like I need to prove to you like what you need to hear and not what they tell us to teach you, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's so
0: great, Andrea. We need more of, you know, people who are in the field, who are doing it, who are therapists, entrepreneurs, sharing with the new therapists and the students Mm -hmm. coming up because they need to
1: know what, you know, that it's okay, like to put themselves out there. And it, it frustrates me when I hear like the other professors and I'm like, are we still telling therapists this? And like, this was in mm. 2022. I'm like, are we still telling therapists in 2022 that they can't make money? Like when I have like the students coming to me, I'm like, no, I'm like, guys, just collaborate with people. There's so many things you guys could do in the social work field. I'm like, no, I'm like, when you graduate, when you contact me, like, we'll set you up. I'll oh. we'll figure it out. Like we need people that are not going to be discouraged in this field. You know, there's, yes. there's too much of that. Right. You know? Yeah. Right. And, and the need is
0: so high. I mean, you're, Mm -hmm. uh, you're such an advocate for mental health and wellness. And so whatever it takes, right. Whether it's a retreat or a group or going into people's homes or doing therapy sessions or coaching, like whatever it takes to get that wellness is a big passion of yours. And that's what I love. So that
1: particular program, the retreats, but I also do like some corporate wellness too. I just recently signed a contract with the old nonprofit that I was with that I'm going to be working with them to do some self-care monthly for their clinicians. Ooh, um, good job! I call that achieve with, achieve with alignment. So everything that is in my program or in my company is achieve with. So achieve with alignment is the retreats and corporate wellness and being able to align either side by mm-hmm. side with others or find your own alignment. So mm-hmm. it's been, it's been cool to like create all of these things and build from it. Yeah.
0: Yes. Wow. Wow. You've done so much. That's so exciting. (laughs) Yeah. It's fun. It's fun. Mm -hmm. There's so much inspiration when you
1: talk. I mean, you're, you're inspired and you're inspiring, Andrea. Thank you. Thank you so much. I've been, I've been enjoying just connecting with people. I'm so happy that we connected, you know, when we first did and be able to see other people, like watching other people grow too, is like awesome Mm -hmm. to me. It's really awesome to see.
0: It really is. And and I imagine you experienced that too in your Facebook group, the membership. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Seeing that and seeing like the spark click, I I love it. I love it. I, I genuinely get excited watching other people take social media and take it and like run with it and being able to create new programs or new outlets is, is really cool to say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, that's great. What um, I want everybody that's listening to do though, is make a real Tag me in it or send it to me because I want to see. Because I get I get very happy seeing people do it. <laughs> That's
0: your homework. There you That's go. It. That's We've it. We've got homework today from the Heart Center Therapist Podcast. Your homework from Andrea's <laughs> to make a reel and tag her.
1: And how do they find you? So I'm usually floating around in Instagram. So just Andrea Bragnano. You can go to my website, achievewithandrea.com. Or find me on Facebook, Andrea Pregnano.
0: And a final question. What is your definition of a heart-centered
1: therapist? I think a heart-centered therapist is one that continues to align with themselves and what they feel is right in the moment and being authentic, even if that sometimes goes against the grain of what others are doing. That's what I feel like I've always done, just believed in what I want to do. And I encourage other people to do the same.
0: I love it. Thank you for sharing your heart with us and your wisdom and expertise, Andrea. Thank you
1: so much for having me. This was awesome. It was great. It's it was great speaking with you as always.
0: Great to see you too. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, I invite you to subscribe and leave a rating or review. It really helps other people find this podcast. Be sure to check out the show notes for all the links and resources mentioned. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.